0: Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Hey,
1: everybody. It's Believe Sports Biz, Sports Media, also heard on pod clips around the world. I am Fred. You can email us. We hope you do. Sportsfred at ALO.com, along with Mark Mancini, the world's worst sports handicapper, art source He used to kick for the Rams and the Trojans of USC. And let's start with college football. Somewhere between 1,000 and 1,500 Student-athlete football players have uh, already uh, joined the transfer portal. Uh, the NCAA coming up with this ridiculous idea uh, four years ago. Now the courts are taking one side or the other. I'm totally confused. All I know is more trades are now made basically in college football than the uh, National Football League arts since you played. Talk about it.
2: Well, what's crazy, Fred, there's 11,340 340- Scholarship athletes, the 135 schools. 1,500 of them, which is about 10% of them, are in the portal right now. And here's the sad part. It's like musical chairs. There's only chairs for about 750 kids. So there's (laughs) going to be another 750 kids. They're going to wind up going to FCS schools or having to not play football anymore. And, you know, that's kind of a scary thought. And, and, you know, we had Ed Berliner on our uh, Sports Overnight America show, and he brought up a great point that I hadn't even thought about. At what point in time, at what point in time are these kids going to realize that uh, it's their chance to make a lot of money and they have to get busy? And, you know, I, I always thought if the coach left, you should definitely have a chance to move to another school. But you're going to eventually have guys who are going to play for five or six different programs in their careers in college, and I just can't understand that being the right thing.
1: The kid JT Daniels from USC, you uh, think he's played it now four, right? If I'm yeah, if I'm...
2: right, and he officially retired from football
1: because he, <laughs> he
2: he had he had a suitcase that looked like George uh, Bailey, you know, with all the
0: different things. On it.
1: Mark, yeah. Mark, uh, both Art and I have always been in the college. Of- Players' side, what What are your comments about uh, the transfer portal? 1,000 to 1,500 kids already jump in, and what are your thoughts? Show me the money. That's what
0: the answer is. They're, they're you know, they're cashing oh. in. Nobody ever said anything when the athletic director or the coach was making 10, 12 million a year. Now the kids are tapping in and it becomes a, you know, a headline story. I mean, I, I've always said in any company or something, if, if you don't treat everybody fairly across the board in some way, shape, or form, Dissension creeps in, now hey, now Markey, we're going to have everybody on an even platform. Marky Charlie it?
2: Baker, who's in charge of the NCAA, came up with an idea last week where they were going to give the kids thirty thousand dollars. Okay, um, if you've got a guy that's the quarterback making five, six, seven million, let's say, well, Arch Banning or somebody like that, and you got an offensive tackle making thirty thousand, you know, what are the chances that that offensive tackle might take a little kickback? to allow a couple guys to come in and hit the quarterback and make some money illegally.
1: Yeah. We're talking gambling. We've talked about it all the time right here on believe sports biz, sports media art. Where do you think Dante Moore from, from UCLA may end up? I'm here in Ohio state. That's Uh, what I've heard. They lost their quarterback. So it's certainly gone. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah,
2: And, uh, (laughs) You know the kid that I guess they're all real excited about is this uh, Cameron uh, Cameron Ward.
1: Washington. So they're
2: making a decision between, according to what I'm hearing, Ryan Day's trying to make a decision between Cameron Ward and and Dante Moore. But here's the deal: Dante Moore has three four years left. Cam Ward only has one year left, so that's going to be a tough decision. But you've got a lot of quarterbacks that, if you look, you know, down the list at what's going on, I mean, I, I looked at it. You know, you got guys like well. Look at the guys that are opting out of bowl games, which all started with McCaffrey back in 2016. Chop Robinson, the defensive end for Penn State, Sam Hartman, UCLA's uh, all-American defensive end Layatu Latu. Yeah.
0: Um,
2: you know, it's it's crazy. And and you know, when you, before you go on and gamble on these college football bowl games, find out who's playing in the games. It's really important because I've well. seen spreads move like SC. You know, in the in the holiday bowl, they went from you know like seven point difference when they found out that Caleb Williams wasn't going to play in the game. So be hey, aware. It. It.
1: There's 41 bowl games. That's 82 teams. <laughs> There's only 135 NCAA Division One schools. So two out of three schools make these bowl games. Why don't people even show up? I can see going for the you know the Final Four. Outside of that, why do you even show up? What's the excuse yeah, for showing I think, up? I
2: think that's going to change next year, Fred, when we go to a 12-team college oh. football playoff. And I think you're going to wind up seeing about 20 different bowl games because, I, I mean, I just can't see some of these bowls. Like tomorrow or this weekend, you've got some really goofy named bowl games. you got the Myrtle Beach Bowl. You know what I mean? I'm looking at some of these names. I'm like, what, huh? And, and well, you know, – I'll tell you
0: one thing. I looked at the USC schedule next year. Oh, 7-5 at best. LSU comes here. Penn State <laughs> comes here. Nebraska seven comes and five here. 7-5 at best,
2: Fred. I'm telling you. Wow. Am I
0: excited? Man, UCLA hosts some of these teams too, uh, Fred. I think they go to LSU-UCLA. So it's going to be good, man.
1: Well, I don't th- I, I don't think so for the kids. I, I, I think uh, the Pac-12 is Well, fine. They, they
2: looked at the schedule. SC has to go to Maryland. They have to yeah. go all the way and play Rutgers. They have to go all the way out and play Michigan. I mean, that's three long trips going across the country. And, and look at Stanford. Stanford, if when they play Miami, that's a that's a long flight in the ACC. I mean, it, it, to a certain point here, they, you know, eh, maybe, maybe these universities with all the money they're making need to get their own private jets.
1: You all know, right. well, they, yeah. let, let, let me state this. Growing up, I followed all sports very closely. I loved horse racing. I loved hockey, uh, basketball, football, baseball. Of course, my favorite was baseball. My second favorite, because John Wooden at UCLA, was was college basketball. I'm not kidding you. I barely opened up the college basketball yearbook. I barely opened up the college football yearbook. I have. I don't even subscribe to the hockey news or anything to do with hockey anymore. I find out that horse racing, how they treat the horses. I found that out in my mid twenties and that ended my uh, love of horse racing. I don't know what's going on, but I think a lot of people are like me, where the the world of sports, Mark, tell me, I think it's definitely changing. Well, and I used to buy a lot of them books and stuff, street and Smith's
0: and stuff. I don't buy them anymore because you can get all the information, right out of the paper and everything and you know it's amazing you you know you don't even think about even going to the games anymore guys that the if you're not covering it just to go over there and battle the traffic and sit with some guy that's sucked down about 20 beers before he came in and acting belligerent it's just not fun and and i will tell you this guys i think what's going to start to happen down the line if they don't rectify these situations the, the, the middle class or the, the 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 parents won't be able to take their kids because these events are going to be so expensive that the kid will never even know what a baseball or football or a basketball or a hockey game is. Art agree or disagree?
1: What do you
2: think? I I, I I kind of agree with him on that. I mean there you know at a certain point in time, you know, you, you jump in the shark here and you know I was—I made a joke writing one of my articles the other day. I said, boy, pretty soon Dodger dogs, even though they don't make Dodger dogs anymore, are going to be over 20 bucks." And one of my wow. buddies said, Artie, I went to a Dodger game last year. They were $22 already.
0: Oh so I'm saying God. a $22 hot dog. Seriously? I mean, what, I what, you what guys, family I'm, of... Yeah. Go I'm ahead, cheap. Mark. I park outside where the police academy is. I walk in with my hoagie. My big water without breaking that thing, and I'll sit in the two hundred dollars seats till like, they right. kick me uh,
1: out. Art, Art, Artie brought up the Dodgers. Let's discuss the Dodgers and deferring ninety seven percent of Shakani's uh, money. Art, talk about it and explain to the world because I don't get it. Uh, what are we doing, Rob Manfred? I don't know if many of the teams I'm talking general managers even knew you could defer ninety seven percent. And, and that was all part of this great
2: article that you know I read today, you know, and and they talked about the fact that even, you know, Stan Walters and and Friedman, you know, they wanted to bring up deferring some of this money and, and the Otani's own people brought it up and they looked at each other and said, wow. Now at what point in time did one of these guys or Stan Caston get on the phone with Manfred and say, is this legal? Or did they just go ahead and ramrod this thing through and now you know, I could see Joe Torre and, and Rob Manford in the New York offices of Major League Baseball going, Uh-oh. what are we going to do now? You know, because, I mean, here's the deal, Fred. It's a great contract, but what's that money going to be worth in 2036 or 2043? And we go back to Bobby Benilla I mean, he, was, he signed one of the great contracts of all time, still to this day being paid over a million dollars a year by the New York Mets, even though, it's probably been three Mets owners different since he signed that contract. But I mean, it, it opens it up and we've talked about it so many times on sports biz LA. But, it's greed. It's money. And at what point in time do, do you, do you slay the goose with the golden egg? That's well, not thinking.
0: only that, I, I, I saw the Lakers when they tried to bring in Gary Caden, uh, Carl Malone, all those guys, Detroit. The I, saw the, I saw the whole Brooklyn mess. With Duran and all those guys, I saw the four dudes down in well, San Diego. Well, you know Diego. the old Tarkanian joke, yeah, right? I, I saw it's really four... good, but you only have one ball. So yeah. yeah, I saw the four <laughs> dudes in San Diego, Machado and all this. Let me tell you something. This is a guy that played six years in Anaheim. They gave him two MVPs. He couldn't get him past the Mendoza line. He's going to come back to pitch. He's going to be another Steven Strasburg. We'll give you 10 wins. He can hit, but good pitching will shut down hitting every day of the yeah, week. Listen, and Fred, he, I got a question he, to ask. He, he's straight a
2: up. Straight up. Does Al Michaels deserve to call a playoff, NFL playoff game, or should we listen to uh, Ian Eagles' young son,
1: Noah? Noah's 27, Al 79. NBC made the decision. What I'm upset about, and I, mean, I really am, I on social media, I'm only on Facebook, I'm not on anything else. On Facebook, people were calling that anti-Semitic from NBC.
0: Wow. Well, give me, Jewish,
1: give no. me a break. <laughs> first, of, first of all, Noah is also Jewish. He's yeah. got one Jewish uh, play-by-play guy replacing another Jewish play-by-play guy. So how can that be anti-Semitic?
2: But, well, where would Noah Eagle be without his father
1: Ian Eagles? is what I oh, want to no, know. It, no, it, it helped him get got his job. I mean, it, it help, Al... Father J. Michaels, very big. Have Florida any of you listened to him do the uh, do
2: the uh, Clipper games? I haven't had a chance to listen to
0: no, no, to, listen, uh,
1: really. to Noah again. Again, I, I have not listened. But but, but let me just take this about this anti-Semitic nonsense. Right. There are people that I know that are afraid to go to synagogues. I there are people that I know yeah. are, are afraid to go to mosques nowadays. With what's out there, the Israeli-Hamas war. Would you
2: send your your granddaughter to Harvard right now, Fred?
1: Yeah, yeah, you know. And Trump started a lot of all this nonsense with you know his pushing uh, the words like concentration camp and vermin and things like it. But anyway, the point I'm trying to make is, so you can't say everything is anti-Semitic. What's anti-Semitic is somebody shooting a synagogue. What's anti-Muslim is shooting a mosque. That's important. I think Al Michaels is one of the great announcers of all time. Do you believe in miracles and, you know, 40 something, 50 something years of doing a great job? The point being, don't use anti-Semitism in this case, because it sort of puts Has down. Has he lost a little zip off his fastball? Yes, but 79, anybody would. I mean, I know no, I've lost but, some
2: zip off mine at 126.
1: OK, so I mean, but OK, but it's he's still better than 90 percent. Thank the you. That's my there. point. And I That's think, my you know, point.
0: Did he Yeah, you're gonna if you're gonna knock him off, why don't you bring Mike Emrick back? I love Mike Emrick. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean I Rick. felt the same way about every once in a while when Pat
2: Summerall would come back oh, and do a game. Or when Dick Stockton came back and even even uh Vern Lundquist, his last year at CBS. They ought to let these guys come back and do some games now and then. Because you know what? Broadcasting is not like an athlete. You don't get old. You know, I mean, if you,
0: if well, they don't understand it, they, see that's a the problem. They don't understand that's the key the right there. <laughs> they don't understand the legends, Fred. It's like, you know, the other day there was a stabbing on a Metro, and somebody goes, Well, that's not too, you know, I don't know that that's a rarity. Well, if you don't take the Metro, it, it wouldn't be a rarity. It happens all the time.
1: All so, right, you know. one final, one final uh, uh, question, comment here. Let's talk about Monday night football. I think it should be an interesting game for a lot of reasons. Uh, the Eagles have lost two in a row. They're 10 and three Seahawks have dropped four in a row. They are six and seven. The question is Geno Smith start or drew luck start. Uh, uh, the Eagles on the road, a four point favorite art source. Who do you like?
2: Um, I got to go with Seattle
1: in this game
2: only because they're, I think they're going to be playing for, uh, for Pete Carroll's career. Um, I think it's a tough place to play. And to be honest with you, the Eagles look really beat up, and that's a heck of a long flight to get to to Seattle. And it's a very—I mean—the twelfth man in Seattle can make a key there. And anytime I get a a Monday night football game where I have a home team underdog, I like to go in that direction. And that's been over years and years. What are your thoughts,
1: Marky? Mark, Mark, you are the world's worst sports handicapper. Who do you like on Monday night?
0: Well, you know, I always stick with it, you know, fly Eagles fly doing that show out of Philly, blessed to do that one. And uh, they have a third, don't worry about Geno Smith or Drew Locke. They got the third stringer warming up, making my Carmel latte at the Starbucks there. That person's going to come out and quarterback Seattle. Philly's going to win this. Who is it? Who is it?
1: Who is it? (laughs) You know, before we go, Art indicated that it's a 3000 mile flight from Philadelphia, of course, to Seattle. I've heard rumors that uh, Chip Kelly may not make a trip from Westwood to uh, SoFi uh, for the LA Bowl. Art, uh, do you think it's possible Chip doesn't show up?
2: Boy, man. none of his players are showing up, so I
1: guess that could <laughs> be a possibility. <laughs> Mark, I mean, what is the possible? LA
2: Bowl? Is Jimmy Kimmel? Is it the Jimmy Kimmel yeah. Bowl? Or? No, Jimmy Kimmel Bowl? No,
1: no, not, no, it's not anymore. It's the Gronkowski no? Bowl. Bob oh, Gronkowski. it's the
2: Gronkowski. Oh, I like it. Okay. well, well we have an That's Artie one of those bull games Fred. that you're going to see go bye-bye in the very near
0: future. We're going to oh, have the Artie well. Source pool where Jackie's standing right. out there with the tailgates and walking them out. Wacamole galore. <laughs> 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 chips All right. So
1: for, so. Mark, for Art. <laughs> I'm Fred. For Mario. Thank you, guys and gals, for listening to uh, Believe Sports Biz Sports Media. Also heard, of course on pod clips around the world. We will see you around the corner. I promise. Bye everybody.
0: Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.